Welcome to our week of looking at Psalm 26 to 30. We're going to look at Psalm 28 today, day three of this week. And it's a psalm that answers the question for us, what do you do when you're desperate for help? Psalm 28 is David praying, asking for help from God. The most powerful one word prayer just might be help, because God is willing to help those who ask him. Psalm 28 begins in verses one and two. To you I call, O Lord, my rock. Do not turn a deaf ear to me. For if you remain silent, I will be like those who have gone down to the pit. Hear my cry for mercy as I call to you for help, as I lift my hands towards your most holy place. One of the things that the book of Psalms teaches us to do again and again is to picture God in the right way. The wrong picture of God makes us feel alone and afraid. The right picture of God helps us to see our hope. And in this psalm, as David is praying for help, he pictures God as his security, his strength, his shield, and his shepherd. Let's look at how he does that. First, he says, God is my security. In 28 verse 1, to you, O Lord, I call my rock. God is our security. He is our rock to stand on. So you're looking at your life right now and everything is shaky around you right now. And you're not sure what's next. You stand on him. Stand on him. You know that old song, that old rock standard, Stand By Me. You might remember some of the lyrics, if the sky should fall and mountains should crumble into the sea, darling, stand by me. I'm here to tell you, if the sky has fallen, your darling is not going to be able to help you. You need someone more. And and as important as relationships are, stand on him beats darling stand by me every time. You need God as your security. If you're making some human being your security, some circumstance or money your security, it is not enough. When you're desperate for help, you need the one who can help. You call on God. God is my security. Also, he pictures that God is my strength. In verse 7, the Lord is my strength. In verse 8, the Lord is the strength of his people, a fortress of salvation for his anointed one. If it feels like you just can't bear the burden of life right now, God will be your strength. The truth is, there are a lot of things that we're not meant to lift on our own. If you're tired of trying to lift it, it may be, It may be that it's because God wants you to call upon him for strength, to recognize you don't need to, you're not called to, he doesn't expect you to lift it on your own. We need God's strength. And in verse eight, as he talks about God's strength in our lives, he gives us this picture of a fortress of salvation. Now, our physical bodies, they are not our fortress. They're not gonna stand up against anything in this planet. Our time on earth, even as long as we get to live or not live on this planet, that's not our fortress. Our money, our circumstances, that's not our fortress. Our salvation, that's an impenetrable fortress. Nothing can defeat it. Nothing can take it away. That's where your strength is. So God is my strength. And then as he goes on to give us pictures, he says also, God is my shield in verse 7. The Lord is my strength and my shield. That verse goes on to say, my heart trusts in him and I am helped. My heart leaps for joy and I will give thanks to him in song. You need a fortress when the enemy is attacking you, but you need a shield when you go out to fight against the enemy. You've gone out to do what you sense God wanted you to do, was asking you to do. 
And it feels like the arrows and the attacks are coming at you from every direction right now. You should not be surprised. Of course the evil one is going to attack you if you're out doing God's work. That's what's going to happen. You should be more surprised when there are no attacks that are, you're facing. And God is saying, when you go out to do my work, I will be your shield. David says, my heart trusts in him and I am helped. You know that old phrase that some people think is in the Bible, God helps those who help themselves. Uh, that's Ben Franklin, not the Holy Bible. The Bible has nothing to say about that. It says the exact opposite of that. God does not help those who help themselves. God helps those who trust in him, who depend on him as their shield. Now, of course, we have to act. Uh, of course, God has things for us to do. Of course, God as our shield doesn't mean we sit in our easy chair at home and just expect him to do it all. He's going to call you to act in ways that are above and beyond what you thought possible. But we don't act on our own. We act in trust. God will be your shield. So God is my strength. He's my salvation. He's my shield. And then the final picture, God is my shepherd. Verse 9, save your people and bless your inheritance. Be their shepherd and carry them forever. For many, many years, actually decades now, I've told my kids and my now my grandkids a story about a little lamb named Wooly. And I won't tell you the whole story here, but it's the story of a little lamb that gets lost in a hole. And the shepherd thinks that Wooly maybe went back to the sheepfold. So he takes all the sheep home at night and finds that Wooly isn't there. So he has to go back out and find Wooly. And meanwhile, Wooly is in this hole in the ground and begins to think about wolves and begins to listen for wolves that might come to attack this lonely sheep and begins to hear these footsteps come closer and closer and looks up at the top of the hole and sees the shepherd, not a wolf, but the shepherd. And the shepherd reaches down and picks Wooly up in his arms and holds Wooly close and takes Wooly back home. Now, the reason I love telling that story to my kids and grandkids is every single time I say the shepherd reaches in and picks Wooly up, there's this smile on their face. Their faces light up when the shepherd picks up the lamb. Well, you're his lamb, and he's your shepherd. And whatever you're going through right now, he wants to pick you up. He will be their shepherd, and he will carry them forever, forever. Why in the world would God allow us to get into situations where we feel like giving up? Because he wants us to look to him for strength rather than to ourselves. Because he wants us to look to him to pick us up. Because he wants us to stand on him rather than standing on ourselves. Because he knows that when we do that, we will find a power and a purpose to live for that's far above and beyond our human hopes and dreams. Let's pray together. And Father, we take a moment right now in our hearts, our minds, to picture you for who you are. To see in our hearts who you are. You are the security that we need. Forgive us for looking to other things for our security. They're so close to us. They seem so secure in the moment, but you're our rock. So right now, in our hearts, we stand on you as our rock. You're our strength. You're the fortress that we need. Not anything else or anyone else. And when the burdens are too great, you're the strength that we need to carry us through. You're our shield. When we go out to fight against the enemy, we know that we will suffer attack. But we also know that we're not alone. 
that you will shield our hearts and our minds. You'll be with us. And God, you're our shepherd. You're the shepherd who picks us up, who carries us forever. Recognizing that, we can face anything. No matter what we're facing right now, God, we know that you are going to be with us. And in that trust, in that trust, we stand. In Jesus' name, amen. Tomorrow, we're going to look together at Psalm 29, which is a psalm that talks about who God really is.